Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Let's talk wellness now. Baby and child eczema is what we speak of today. Sometimes babies and older children have itchy, flaky and red skin that looks like a rash. But how do you tell if it's eczema or something else and how can parents take care of their children's very sensitive skin? Let's find out then more about the causes of eczema, the treatment options and the prevention uh, from Dr. Nogbonga Koza, who is a Durban-based specialist dermatologist. Dr. Koza, thank you for joining us. Good morning to you. Good morning, Asanda. Thank you so much for having me uh, on ASCM this morning. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Uh, We appreciate your time. Uh, Eczema is is one of 10 uh, in terms of the most common skin disorders. There are quite a few others. So how do we know when it's eczema and it's not the other common skin disorders like acne or a child might have a diaper rash or psoriasis and and the likes? Yeah, in fact, um, I would say eczema is one of of the top two conditions that we see as dermatologists in practice. Mm. Um, and if you're looking at our studies in public hospitals, actually one of the commonest conditions why patients present to the clinic. And um, you are correct that it tends to affect children more than anything. And with skin, everything comes out as itching or a rash. So it is is quite tricky for mothers or anybody else to figure out whether it's this typically atopic eczema or eczema or it's another condition. So there's many words people use to describe eczema. I'm also I'm also just using the word eczema, but it, we also call it atopic dermatitis. Mm-hmm. It's also called atopic eczema. Um, you mentioned nappy rash, but sometimes it can actually be a form of eczema. We call that a napkin dermatitis. And typically kids will present initially with dry skin. So the first thing that happens with eczema is that you get a barrier disruption. Barrier disruption is that your skin is not protecting you the way that it's meant to. And most of the time, 60% or more than 60% of the time, it's, it's, it's patients who have dry skin initially. And then after that, because obviously the skin is exposed to many allergens, whether it's environmental or inside, you then start getting the redness. Mm-hmm. But redness is so difficult to identify in black people. So sometimes the redness may come up as darkness of the skin or a purplish hue. And then the rash itches. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the rash oozes, whether it's oozing with pus or it's oozing with fluid. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing to differentiate a rash of eczema from other rashes is the sites that it involves. And that will depend on the age of the person. So in kids, we'll talk, typically see um, eczema affecting the face. So it will be in the cheek areas, it will be around the eye, it will be on the neck, it will be on the folds. So that will be on the folds of your arms, on the folds of your, of your behind your knees. And sometimes, especially in black people, will get these tiny bumps that might affect the trunk or the back of, 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 of the body. So mm-hmm. the main things about eczema is the dryness of the skin, the redness of the skin, and the itch. So we typically say it's the itch that rashes. So you get the itching, and then you get the rash, and then all those other things that I've explained, versus many other conditions which may pe- sort of present differently, but also prevent in different sides of the body. Does it burn? 
It, it, I think people would describe itching and sensitivity differently. So yes, some patients may say it's a burning sensation, but more more than not, more than most of the time, they're trying to describe an itching sensation. Mm-hmm. Very, very seldom you find that um, eczema is painful, and it will be painful when it's secondary inflicted or it's it's not complicated. But it's more of an itch, and so people may you know may may, may say. Versus a burn, which you know is usually associated with heat or a sensation of warmth, um, um, yeah. So, in children, then, and, and babies, what are the causes of eczema? Most of the time, um, we'll say that eczema is, is genetic, mm-hmm. and that is because you inherit a type of skin that is defective in certain lipids, which are important to create that seal or that barrier in the body. Um, and you'll find that most children with atopic eczema, they may have a positive family history. So someone at home may have either eczema or they may have allergies. So you may find there's a history of asthma, history of sinusitis, or history of itchy eyes. And then in the skin, they may present with atopic eczema. But outside that, um, environmental factors can trigger eczema. Um, you find that people with eczema have sort of like sensitive skin to start off with and that sensitivity of the skin is lifelong Um, and so because of the sensitivity of the skin which again comes from the fact that the barrier you you have to think of the skin as like a sellotape or or, or, you know an occlusive layer that is meant to protect you from the outside and once that occlusive layer is disrupted then anything can enter whether it's smoke whether it's aeroallergens or things that are in the air and once that's breached then you get this rushes so there's many things that can trigger eczema whether it's environmental changes seasonal changes infections that can sit on the skin emotional stress although you know it's very difficult to quantify that in children but in, if you're an adult even emotional stress would trigger that reaction of um of eczema and then you get the rashes but as well as um infections and sometimes we always say there is some sort of like disruption in the immune system of the skin as well as immune system system of the human body in general that will trigger rashes or itches in the skin. So there's many, many factors, but at the at at at, at the bottom of everything is a genetic predisposition to allergies or to um, sensitivity of skin or susceptibility to changes in climate, changes in emotions and so on. So, I mean, if it's genetic in the case that it is, then you can't really prevent it. But what are the other preventative measures then for when it is as a result of environmental factors? So so that's a very important question because we've done studies of, of whether, especially if mothers are known to be, you know, to have eczema and if there's a way that you can prevent your child from getting it. And there are various, you know, um, researchers that have looked at if children are breastfed, is there a way that if you exclusively breastfeed, you could um, sort of decrease the chances of your of your of your of your children getting eczema? And there has been some positive results with that in children who are exclusively breastfed, because of the the nature of 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 breast milk, you do get decrease in incidences of eczema in those kids. But generally. It's, it's knowing what the skin is meant to do and then also taking care of the skin in a manner that allows us allows the skin to actually produce its natural oils. So the crux of treating eczema is actually replacing the moisture that is missing from the first place. So if you're using moisturizers, we always say try and choose moisturizers that, could, that probably cause an occlusive 
or occlude the skin and therefore prevent things from entering. So it's very difficult because there's so many moisturizers that, that are in the market. It's very difficult for people to know what it exactly it is that we're looking for. But all products in the, in, 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 in the market, are all, you, you get ingredients listed. So we always look for occlusive ingredients like petroleum, mm-hmm. uh, urea, something that we call ceramide, which is very, very important because that's that's the liquid that is missing in the skin. So what you want to do is you actually want to seal the skin, but you also want to encourage the skin to draw water. So what I always say to patients is that you have to, you're gonna, you may have to try a lot of moisturizers. You may have to apply moisturizers at 8 o'clock and see how the skin behaves at 10 o'clock. And typically patients, you know, mothers with babies with eczema will tell you that I apply this moisturizer now and Two hours later, the child is gone back. You know, they, 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 the skin is dry as if I haven't done anything. Then you move on to the next until you find one that will allow you to actually protect the skin and the hydration um, almost the whole day. So the, what we always say is, how do you prevent eczema? You moisturize liberally and you moisturize frequently and you make sure that you're using the right moisturizer. So where you moisturize in the area, let's say it's on the neck, that eczema that is manifested, do you moisturize and cover that, cover that area or you don't need to cover it? No, you moisturize the whole body. So the, 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 that, what is it? <laughs> Sorry, I've lost my words. Okay. It needs to be part of your, your culture. If you you have a family that has eczema, moisturizers needs to be part of your lifestyle. It's something that you need to be doing, whether it's every four to six hours, um, and you moisturize the whole body. So if you do have areas of eczema, let's say you have eczema on the neck and eczema wherever, um, at that particular stage, you can moisturize um, as much as, as you want, but you really need to treat the skin. So there's many treatments that we use, and most of the time they're topical creams. So a lot of people, when we talk about steroids, they're like, oh, I don't want to use steroids because obviously there's this bad reputation that steroids have on the skin. But at the height of eczema and when the skin is inflamed, you have to use some topical steroids to reduce that inflammation quickly and to prevent the complications. So treatment of eczema is available today. It's just knowing when to use it and not when to use it. So if your child is itchy, scratchy, um, they've got full-blown rashes, you must apply medication, which, you know, your dermatologist, your general doc, general practitioner may prescribe to you. And then on top of that, so you apply the medication in affected areas and then you moisturize liberally on all the other areas of the skin. Okay. And typically, how long will it be before the eczema is healed or at least the appearance is less than what it was at uh, its peak? It always depends. Acute flares of eczema can last for about a week. And if they're properly treated, they will last less than a week. But remember, atopic eczema can be lifelong. So typically, if, you, if babies get it less than two years, they tend to you know, do better. Mm-hmm. But between the ages of two and four is usually when you have your eczema at its peak. And with kids, 50% of them or more than 50% of them will outgrow eczema. So by the time they reach teenagehood, you'll find that the skin has improved. But some patients, you know, maybe 20% of them will actually experience eczema into their adulthood or it may stop when they're teenagers and come back again when they are older. So it's the understanding of, you know, it's the understanding that we need to have that when you have dry skin or you have atopic eczema, it can be lifelong. And it's what you do to your lifestyle practices that you do on a daily basis to prevent it, to treat it. 
um, immediately when it comes up that will basically um, sort of determine the prognosis of or how your skin actually behaves. So when you have the sensitivity and the barrier, part of it is lifelong. So these things are, you, you meant to do them as part of your lifestyle, as a daily practice, to use moisturizers for five times a day and choosing the right moisturizers. And then knowing that when you have those peaks, you treat. But it's very, very unpredictable. So, you know, some people will tell you, I break out in winter, or some will say, I'm worse in summer. Some will say, my eczema comes out in, in, in spring. And so knowing um, and also trying to figure out those patterns will also help you in terms of treating it. But it tends to be a lifelong condition and with ups and downs. But as you, as you, I mean, to answer your question, the peaks are also, again, it will be dependent on the severity of the eczema. And also some people with mild eczema, you treat the rash and it quickly results. People with severe eczema, you treat the rash, but there's many other things or complications at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so that may take longer for you to reach remission. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, educating us. How do we get uh, connected with you, those who are in Durban? Um, most people um, will find me on the socials um, as Dr. Nogubonga Kosa Dermatologist. Um, that is on Instagram as well as on uh, Facebook. And then my number is 031-581-2543 um, or 031-001-3198. And my website is um, durbanskindoctor.co.za. Thanks again for your time and enjoy your Tuesday. Doctor. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Dr. Nogbonga Koza is a Durban-based specialist dermatologist talking to us in our wellness corner.